Welcome to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Join us as we share our favorite RPGs, one-shot games, tabletop games, reviews, and convention panels. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here. And Kelly. Welcome back to the Creative Play and Podcast Network's run of RPG at Day 2023, where we talk about RPGs in a positive way and tabletop role-playing games in general for each day in the month of August. And make sure that you blog, vlog, and social media your posts with hashtag RPGAday2023 so we can all find each other's cool stuff. And I will totally say that when I did a search this morning for RPG Day 2023, it came up with like 1,009 hits. So Yay. I think people are actually going around and sharing their RPG Day, which is great. And of course, make sure you're sharing people's stuff when you see something cool. So for August the 15th, we've got... Favorite con module or one shot? I already know which one I'm picking. Well, for me, it's a uh, um a toss. Um, what was the name of that one game that we did where we were sort of writing our own TV show? Oh, the prime time prime time adventures. Yeah. yeah, that one. Um, which was a lot of fun. I mean, especially when you have a team that really jives together. You come up with the concept, you come up with the story, and, and you, you have to work in between each other, and no one person gets a spotlight, and everyone gets because you have this number system of, uh, that you can call and pull on, and you wind up making like this crazy story <laughs> that could possibly be a TV show or, or something, and it's just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a blast with it. Um, uh, that one it was done, but you know what I think I'm gonna go with? What's that? World of Dew. Oh yeah. We got to play World of Dew at RingCon one time with the creator, and it's sort of like a um a uh, Japanese noir. Uh, and I remember I was the madam. Uh, and, and it's D6s. Uh, but, um, uh, and like, so there was this mystery, like who stole the thing and I wound up killing the bad guy. I poisoned him with tea. It was awesome. And you played a monk who wasn't really a monk. You were just pretending to be a holy man. Mm -hmm. I was actually Uh, traveling Sension. Uh-huh. And we, it was just, 
I mean, it got pretty crazy. And like, so they came into my uh, establishment, you know, the, the bad guys Your and tea started, <laughs> yeah, you know, you don't fuck with my tea, you know, <laughs> and started fucking with my uh, staff and my, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so I wound up killing the tea. And then we had those fights. It was just, it was just, it was it was a lot of fun. I, I very much enjoyed it. Um, uh, and it, it's such a, you know, different time, you know, you have, uh, just the, the, the variety of characters and it was so well done. Uh, I thought, uh, and when we liked it so much, we bought the game. Oh, heck yeah. uh, it was, it was, it was, uh, and with being with the creator, Oh, it yeah. just made it that much more because, of course, they knew the game inside and out because, of course, they wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was not only it was it was a beautiful game too. Uh, the book, the dice, because there was also you mm-hmm. could get dice specifically. Um, but it was just uh, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the World of Dew by but Gallant Night Games, and we got to play with Ben Warner, who was the uh, the actual mm-hmm. designer and writer of the game, and and it was it was a beautiful game, and the thing is, we all synergized so beautifully with each other, because you know it the game really does have mechanics that keep from anyone monopolizing the game, as well as synergizing with your group to have one person help each other, and it was totally adorable. That we just happened to have that rivalry where you had that one guy who was your Yakuza protector, and he did not get along with me. So we had this like tiff going on where you and him were going to kill me. <laughs> I do believe I did not survive that game either. Remember, uh, the hungry corpse in the group ate my yeah, body because there was it's... a person who could call the the, the dead, mm-hmm. and they called the. I mean. Although, wait a minute, wasn't it, it was like you were like, oh, yeah, no, I had the choice. I let you die. Yep, you, there was a choice there. <laughs> oh, my God, it was. That was awesome. And um, so, but I was playing to my character, and it's like, <laughs> oh, well, no, I just let you die. I could have saved you. <laughs> and there but was totally I... <laughs> that friendly rivalry there, and you went for your boy instead of me, which was great. Exactly. Um, and I remember, oh, and that's right. Uh, we, uh, uh, didn't I get the ring coin for, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) for the MVP at the game table? (laughs) Cause you were playing up your, your tea house madam part really good. Yeah. I was like, totally, you know. Even in mannerism, I was kind of trying to do, you know, just kind of try and move and, you know, uh, it was just, it was so much Doing fun. the fan motions, the, the facial gestures. In the middle of the, the um, tea house, well, because of course all the tables were broken by this point, mm-hmm. you know, and that, I could have saved you right <laughs> Because of course our, our our demonically possessed characters summon hungry spirits to kill the bad guys, the bandits that yeah. were there, and I was already taken out, so I was just lying there as another body unless somebody did something. Yeah, and <laughs> I have to just save the other person. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. It's okay. You're, I'm it sorry. Was an awesome game. And I will also t toss out the Sound of Water Companion, the one that adds more to, you know, World of Dew is also out there too. That's the one where it's got the the ninjas and a few other cool things to make a samurai noir setting. Yeah, and and, and while I I felt bad about letting you die, uh, Lotus Petal did not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she had some qualms, but. <laughs> it's because I was just a, you know, hoity-toity rock and roll player at your, your house. Yeah, and weren't you trying to regain your father's instrument? Uh, uh, yes, I was trying to regain and the, I actually the instrument had that it? you owned. Yeah, so I was trying to <laughs> yeah. convince you to sell it to me because I actually had the coin for it, but you were still holding out. Mm-hmm. You displeased me. <laughs> Spoken like a true madam. <laughs> what happens when you you are married to a madam with her own enforcers? <laughs> that was that was a fun game. That was that was a hoot. Mm -hmm. That that was a great one because we played it and immediately bought a copy from Ben, and got some of the last of his uh, Kickstarter dice that he made with, mm -hmm. with the butterflies. Yep, with the butterflies. Yep. But Ben is an awesome GM and an awesome writer because, you know, and the best part is, like, the art is gorgeous in the book. I mean, he chose quite yeah. well for his, his artwork in it. Well, and the story behind the name, mm -hmm. it came from a famous poem, you know, that the world can be encased in the world, you know, the world of dew, you know. That was just A world beautiful. of dew in every drop, a world of struggle, Isa. Mm-hmm. Not that I so, totally don't have drive through RPG up with uh <laughs> by the way, if you want to pick up a PDF copy, it's only twenty bucks to get both World of Dew and the uh second uh booster for it, the Sound of Water. Oh. Which is not bad at all. No. I haven't played the Sound of Water um uh stuff, but uh we should do that one again sometime. That that was a ridiculously fun one. Yeah. How about you? Oh, I gave technically two. You did. You gave some did, good ones. But I, uh, I settled on the world to do. What would you say? So I was going to be totally selfish, and it wasn't really a module, but it was totally a one-shot. And I'm going to throw out there the uh, game that I ran last Ring Con in the, set in the Iron Kingdom's Nightmare Kingdom. The oh, having you guys playing <laughs> undead vampires, I mean, un undead pirates, was a hoot and a half watching you guys being so in character and so counterculture to your own crew, but still working out at the end to each other. And the fact that you got to try each of the undead class for Nightmare Kingdom. So you had, you know, like your ghost, who was mostly ghost. Yeah, I played Spectre. Mm -hmm. And then you totally played that character for all its money. And and then your captain. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That was funny. And, and this was totally just an adventure that started out as an idea at work of like, hey, if I'm an evil ironborn lich, I'm going to make a pirate group of pirates to go do what I want them to do because I'm their boss. 
And the fact that you guys played your pirate crew up to the T's and as evil undead pirates, you got to go after Infernalists, who are, of course, worse than undead pirates. So you technically kind of can say you're the heroes of the story. (laughs) I know. And Karen and I were actually just talking about, I've never played evil. I mean, we we never really do evil characters. It was kind of fun. (laughs) That character for me was... I had a blast playing that character. I mean, the mere fact that one of your uh, background flaws and ideals was that you hate being on this crew. And the oh, fact yeah. that no. you absolutely, actually got away with sabotaging the mission, but I not in a bad actively way. try and <laughs> screw things up. But yet, technically, I was the bard type of class. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, the one thing that my character was supposed to be was supposed to basically give out its version of bardic inspiration, but I'm actively trying to destroy the ship because I'm tied <laughs> to this ship, and I'll rat out the <laughs> rat out for anything, which I did in the game. I'm like, nope, you did it, <laughs> and then. And I actively try and go against the leadership of the crew. And I screwed the captain over. <laughs> you stole the bicorn hat from the other ship's captain. I did. And, of course, because he cannot steal it back because I'm the specter. Because <laughs> <laughs> by, by the game true. mechanics, once the specter takes something and bonds with it, sort of like a quick attunement, it turns ethereal with them. So it's now part yeah. of the ghost's look. Which which was a great mechanic, because, you know, it means that your specters aren't getting screwed on gear, because, you know, you need gear still as a ghost. Oh, yeah, it was great. I would, like, materialize right next to somebody and point blank shoot them (laughs) in the head. I loved it. Oh, my God, I loved it. What was, uh, my name was, uh, uh. Something sailor. You went for something, like, ominous and, and descriptive rather than a name yeah well no because uh based off of the packet mm-hmm. that's what specters usually went by yeah i totally made up the pregens and then gave everybody a packet on what their their undead species has the as an option and of course i gotta admit as a gm it was great having everyone with dark vision you guaranteed nobody got lost in the woods and then some of the bizarre stuff you guys did while infiltrating the infernals you know <laughs> Cabana and ca- Cabana Camp. Yeah, yep. <laughs> All because your master wanted you guys to get him an Infernalist alive so he could be used to summon demons. Because goddammit, every not time you circus, kill... not my monkeys. <laughs> every time you kill a demon worshiper, they die and go to hell. And, you know, you can't bring them back. Yeah, that was a, that was a hoot and a half. And I loved playing the Spectre. Hey, there, there's a reason why I offered you guys for high seas shenanigans. If we could just reboot it in the Nightmare Kingdoms and have you guys baddies, I I would play Spectre again. <laughs> and of course, you know, for those that haven't read the Nightmare Kingdoms and the Iron Kingdoms, is one of the funniest things is the Spectre is bound to a person, place, or object, which in this case Kelly's character was bound to the ship itself. Mm-hmm. So that if she was killed, because she's only resistant to damage, she, the specter can still be hurt. And if she turns corporeal to shoot somebody, she can be shot back until her next turn, mm-hmm. which is a great way of balancing that power so it's not too uber. 
But if she's destroyed, she actually reappears at the thing she's bound on. So if she's on an away mission and gets taken out, she comes back to the ship and rematerializes with all of her bound items to her. So if she picked up a gun recently and didn't bind it, that gets left behind. Mm -hmm. Just like our captain, you know, the paladin of conquest. He totally had his version of Undead would have him come back to to the ship as well, but he was not a Spectre. He was a solid Undead. And, oh, he was a great role player, too. He got he into was, the whole Captain's oh, mystique. Oh, he did. I mean, everybody in that game. I mean, I totally got concerned when Anya was really enjoying her Necromancer. <laughs> Oh, yeah. She was really enjoying that Necromancer. It was cool. I mean, but just like everybody was just in tune with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for a while there, I really thought the, uh, um, uh, what is it, the bosun? No, I was the bosun. Oh, yeah, that was great. I was the bosun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the, uh, what was she, the quarter? No, she wasn't the quartermaster. She was the second in command. Um, uh, but who had the, uh, um, mechanical guy. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the magic. She was great. Yeah. And, I mean, she was, and she was using an accent, and I almost thought she really was Irish. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. You know? I mean, you guys synergized so great with that one, and you all instantly got into the undead pirate, pirate motif. You know, you guys were all doing accents, you know. I, I was glad I brought the props with the chocolate candy coins, the bullion. <laughs> and the sword. Yep, and, and the inflatable, inflatable sword. sword. And, that, oh, yeah, and my character, one of his flaws was he was constantly swearing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is perfect. <laughs> I think that was kind of like my name is like the bad mouth sailor, yeah. you know. <laughs> Uh, when you uh, have the those, mouth. when you have great games and it's like, oh, I wish I could have recorded that. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was very good. It was very, very good. Totally and needed. Had to, totally need to do a revamp of that or another one shot of that just for shits and giggles. Yeah, it was a blast. But yeah, that that still has to be one of my favorite one, con one shots. Because we just got so synergized into it. And the fact that you guys got technically two one-shots worth of adventure in one session. And we managed to actually complete the mission. Because originally when I submitted the con games for the con, it was a part one and a part two. And I was totally just going to say, okay, level up from three to five. You know, for the for the pre-gens. But uh, thankfully, the con had so many games scheduled that they couldn't fit in another game, which was awesome. And I'm just like, I can't do anything after hours, you know, for an impromptu game. But that I will totally make this two-session campaign into a one-session. It just means we 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 get by all the filler stuff, which you totally did when you guys piloted away from that one ship you saw. And the other one, you decide to turn around and fight now rather than fight later. Yeah, we're like, okay, screw you. We're going to take you down. And that was, of course, a great chance for me to show uh, Steam Jacks in play. Mm-hmm. 
and the fact that our captain and our crew totally murdered that captain and his steam jacks coming out of the hole of the ship by just getting over there quick and shooting them while they're in a hole. Such a good game. It was fun. Yep. So I think that definitely covers, you know, not all of the great con modules and one-shots we've done, but definitely one of our favorite and most recent ones. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for listening, and we will be back tomorrow for the game we wish we owned. That's gonna be that's gonna be a hard one. There's so many RPGs out there. I'm just saying. Oh, I know the one. Oh, you do. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. If you enjoyed our show, please check out D&D Journey of the 5th Edition and Ragnarok and roll a Scion Hero to Ragnarok Story. Also, check out our Patreon page for more content and behind-the-scenes things, as well as joining us for a one-shot game or two.